Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. Well, you know what? Let's get him set up the sukkah also. Okay. Um, today we're gonna we're gonna learn Shtayim Shehein Arba. We're gonna do two shtikloch. Each shtikl has a chelik aleph and a and a chelik beis, and it's a it's a chash of a week this week. I find a certain chashivas to this week. We have a Parshas Pekude that's just Parshas, if you could say such a thing, that's just Parshas Pekude. It's not any of the Dalit Parshias. So it really forces us to learn a Parsha that we don't get to learn too often. It's not Parshas Achaydesh, which it is many times. It's not Parshas Shkalim. It's, it's just, just quote unquote, that's what I need the video for, the, to be able to call you that. It's just, it's just Parshas Pekude. Um, I saw actually that the Sfarim say that just like it says that there's a hefsek in the Sefer Torah, bein parsha leparsha, gedelitein revach bein parsha leparsha, so that Moshe, like the Medrash says, so Moshe could be mizboinein between parsha leparsha. They say that the, um, the parsha shkolim and parsha zacher are such a development of steiging. That there's a hefsek between parsha leparsha to get revach lehisbeinein to be able to use. We spoke last week about parsha shkolim. Next week is parsha zachar. So we have a week lehisbeinein between parsha leparsha to work on it to prepare ourselves for that mechias amalek that will be Isaac in Bezer Hashem next week. So I want to start off with a just a pasha shot clarifying something, and then that's the chelak aleph and the chelak beis to bring out. A important nakuda and a lesson based on that, that's from a different part of the parsha. Okay, so let's see. By by shishi in parsha's pekude, there's two psukim here, one after the other, and it needs a little bit of a pshat. The pasuk says, "Vayhi b'chodesh harishon b'shana hashenis be'echod la'chodesh hukam hamishkan." So it was the first month of the second year. The first day of the month, the Mishkan was put up. The first day of the month is Rosh Chodesh Nisan of the second year. So that makes sense. That tracks with our understanding. That again, they came out of Mitzrayim on Tesvav Nisan. Right, 50 days later, they um, they were Makabal Torah on Vav Zion, Vav slash Zion Sivan. They were Makabal the Torah. Moshe Rabbeinu came down with the Luchais on Shavasa Betamas and broke the Luchais. Moshe Rabbeinu went up again for 40 days to ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu to be Michael on Rosh Chodesh Elul. Moshe Rabbeinu went up a third time to get the Luchais Shniyais. He came down on Yom Kippur with the Luchais Shniyais. Last week's Parsha, Parsha's Vayakel, we mentioned, was Yud Aleph Tishrei the day afterwards. And that's when they said the Tzivay of the Melechaz HaMishkan, Yud Gimel, Yud Beis, Yud Gimel, Yud Dalit, they collected materials for the Mishkan. Tesvav, they started building the Mishkan. And they completed the Mishkan in Chaydesh Kislev. Some say even on Chafhei Kislev. 
and which ultimately was repaid years later with Hanukkah. And then the Mishkan sat, folded up, unused, Teves, Shvat, Adar, and Vayihi, Bachaydesh Arishon, Bashana Hashainis, Beechad Lachaydesh Hukam Hamishkan. Okay? Vayokem Moshe es Hamishkan, Moshe erected the Mishkan, Vayitain es Adonov, Vayasem es Kiroshov, Vayitain es Berichov, Vayokem es Amudov, Moshe Rabbeinu begoidel gvurasai, Moshe Rabbeinu put together the, the Mishkan. So, there's. A, I just want to point out a simple machloikis here that's nagea many times in these psukim. It comes up in Parshas Vayakel, it comes up in Pekude, it comes up in, 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 I think in Tzav, it comes up in various places, in Shmini for sure. Um, and, and well, let me say it by discussing the Tmeim Lenefesh Adam. In Parshas Baloischa, right? Baloischa. In Parshas Baloischa, the Pasuk says that they were Anoshim Shahu Tmeim Lenefesh Adam. They were Tamei Mace, and it came time to do the Carbon Pesach, and they were not able to be Makayim the Carbon Pesach because they um, they were Tamei Mace, so they asked Moshe Rabbeinu what to do, and Moshe Rabbeinu told them that they should. that they should. Um, uh, um, perform a uh, Pesach Sheni, and that's where Pesach Sheni comes from. Moshe Imdu Ve'eshma'a, Moshe Rabbeinu got a Nevuah, and he, he did the Pesach Sheni. So, okay. Who were these people that were Tame? So the Gemara in Sukkah and Dav Chafei Aleph famously brings the Tanya on the bottom of Chafei Amir Aleph, Vahi Anoshim Asher Hoyu Tmeim Lenefesh Adam, Oisam Anoshim Mi Hoyu. Who were these men? So the, so the Gemara says two shitas, Rabbi Yaisi Aglili and Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Yaisi Aglili says, Noise'e aroinai shal yoisef hayu, divir Rabbi Yaisi Aglili. Rabbi Akiva oimer, um, Mishoel ve'el tzafon hayu. It was Mishoel ve'el tzafon, shahayu oiskim b'nada va'aviyu. It was Mishoel ve'el tzafon who had removed the bodies of Nadav Va'aviyu when they brought an Eish Zara into the Beis HaMikdash by the Chanukah Samizbeach, by the, when the Mishkan was built. So on that incredibly happy day that the Beis HaMikdash was built, there were also two Karbanais, they were Nadav and Aviyu, who brought in an Eish Zara, Shaloit Siva, they brought in a, a, a fire that did not come from the Mizbeach that they were not supposed to bring, and Rabbi Akiva says that that's who it was. Frakti Gemara, if they were noise aroine shal yosef, they were already there for a while. They could have been mitayer. Why are they? Why are they tamei on erev pesach? And then the Gemara says, "Im mishael ve'el tzafon hayu." If it was mishael ve'el tzafon, hayu yichaylim litayer. They could have become tar. And Rashi says, "Ol cheshvin." They could have become tar because the mishkan was put up on the first day of Nisan. If the Mishkan was put up on the first day of Nisan, you could go through the seven days of the Paraduma and become Tahar with plenty of time to bring the carbon Pesach. That's the, uh, then the Gemara goes on and the Gemara says, Ella oiskim b'meis mitzvah hayu. It's the, they were, they were, it was people that were oisik b'meis mitzvah and that's why they were Tamei on Erev Pesach. What did Rabbi Akiva hold? He held that Mishael ve'el tzafon, were the ones who were Tamil and Efesh Adam. I, the Mishkan, was put up on Rish Chedesh Nisan, 
So why couldn't they become Tahar? Our parsha, Vahi Bachidish Arisha in Bashana Hashainis, Beechad Lachidish Hukama Mishkan. So it's important to know, and I didn't have a chance to look it up this year, but my recollection is that there's a Mechilta or a Safra, I don't remember if I saw it in Chomish Vayikra or Chomish Shemais, that says this out explicitly, that, um, that there's a Machloikis Tanoim when the seven days of Miluim happened. The, the, the Psukim mm. describe, the Torah tells us that there, the, I think in Parshish Tetzaveh already, the Pasuk says that there should be seven days of Miluim and then the Mishkan should be put up finally permanently. The seven days of Miluim, Moshe Rabbeinu was the Kayin Gadol, he wore a linen beged, a white linen beged, and he put up the Mishkan himself and took it down himself every single day for seven days, and then finally on the eighth day, it was on the eighth day that Moshe Rabbeinu put up the Mishkan. The question is, that eighth day, is that Ches Nisan or is that Aleph Nisan? Now, we are under the impression that it was Aleph Nisan because we are Talmidim of Rashi. And Rashi, in the beginning of Parsha Shmini, mm-hmm. says, mm-hmm. So which means that the Miluim started in Chaf Gimel Adar, speaking of Adar. That the Mishkan started going up in Chaf Gimel Adar. For seven days of Adar, they put up the Mishkan. And then they put up the Mishkan finally, permanently, Shmini. That's that's where Parsha Shmini begins. That is so so that's one shita. But Rabbi Akiva doesn't hold that way. Rabbi Akiva holds that on Rishchidesh Nisan, when it says Vaihi Bachidesh Horishain, Bashana Hashainis Beechod Lachidesh Ukama Mishkan, it means for the first time. And that was the beginning of the Yumei HaMiluim. If it was the beginning of the Yumei HaMiluim, so then Vahiba Mashmini is Ches Nisan. If it was Ches Nisan, it makes sense that on Erev Pesach they would still have a hard time being Tomei by Erev Pesach. Right? When did the Nisim bring the Kalanus? When did the Nisim? That's a good question. Right, I don't know. No, the 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 ninth, the ninth day of Nisan. Okay. Right, I I have to look into that. It's a, it's a good question. That's a good question. But in any event, Rabbi say so. This is a good technical thing to know. That when that when you get up to Parsha Shmini, which is not that far away, and it says Mashmini on the eighth day, Nisan Haya, you'll know that's according to one shita. According to another shita, Mashmini was Ches Nisan Haya. Okay, okay. So that's pshat in the Gemara. It's very good pshat in the Gemara, Rabbi Akiva. But I wanted to point out just something pasha pshat in the parsha that we have here two psukim. The first pasuk says, "Vayhi b'chaydesh harishayim b'shana hashenis be'echod la'chaydesh hukam hamishkan." The second pasuk says, "Vayokem Moshe es hamishkan." Moshe put up the mishkan. What after the mishkan was put up on that eighth day, Moshe put up the mishkan. Moshe didn't put up the Mishkan anymore. He was done. So the Mepharshim say, what it means is, and Moshe had put up the Mishkan. That's how you read it. That on Rishchidosh, Nisan, the Mishkan was put up, and Moshe had put up the Mishkan in the past. 
But according to Rabbi Akiva, it's Beferish and the Pesukim. According to Rabbi Akiva, it's Gavaldik. On Rishchaydish Nisan, Hukam Amishkan, the next Pesuk, Vayokem Moshe, it's Amishkan. Gavaldik. Because that's not like for Aleph Beis Gimel Dalit Hey Vav and Zion Nisan, Moshe Rabbeinu was making us Amishkan. It's very good chat in the Pesukim. Important to know. Okay, so that's the Chelik Aleph of Vart Aleph. Let's move on to Chelik Beis. So it says that Moshe Rabbeinu put up the Mishkan. The Tanchuma says as follows. I just I wrote down the Lushan of the Tanchuma. The Tanchuma is a beautiful, beautiful Tanchuma here that leaves a lot for us to think about. The Tanchuma says, Omar Moshe. Moshe Rabbeinu said, HaKadosh Baruch Hu told Moshe put up the Mishkan. <coughs> Moshe Rabbeinu said to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Rebbeinu Shalolam. Eini yochor I'm not able to put it up. This, the Mishkan was much too heavy. Much too heavy. They were, the Krushim weighed a ton apiece. They, they were literally, they were much too heavy for a human being to uh, to put together. The way it just describes it here, like it was easy. By Yitainas Adonov, you know, he's put up the Adonim on. Like, how do you think he did that? You know, like, the, you know, so, so if I, you know, the, the whole, he's holds, he's holding, you know, the 20 Krushim in a row and he sticks the Brichim through. Like, you know, the Gvura that that takes to be able to do that? And the Chachma that it takes. So Moshe Rabbeinu tells HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Rabbeinu Shalom, Eini Yochel HaAmideh, I can't do it. Omar Loi, the Rabbeinu Shalom said to Moshe, Asoik Biyodecha, you do the Asik with your hands. You start working. Ve'atomare LaHaAmideh, and you'll make believe as if you're putting it up. Behu Oymed love it'll go up by itself. Then, I'm sorry, I'm in the middle of getting the chills. One second. Then the Tadachuma goes on and says the following. You'll, you'll, you'll hear my chills. Then my Kodesh Baruch writes, And I will write about you that you put it up. Unbelievable. Moshe Rabbeinu tells Hashem, I can't do it. So Hashem says, make believe. I'll do it. And I'll say that you did it. It's mind-boggling. What is the meaning of that? And the MS is that it's so important to understand over here because this is Avaidus Hashem. This is what Avaidus Hashem is. We don't have the Kayach to do anything. We don't have the Kayach to stand in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. <clears throat> And everything that we have the Kayach to do and that we're successful to be able to do for HaKadosh Baruch Hu is only because HaKadosh Baruch Hu was mechazik us to do it and gave us the Kayach and the ability and the strength and the wherewithal to be able to do those things, to serve Him. And, and, and when the Mishkan was built, it's not a coincidence that the Mishkan, which represents the Avedis Hashem on this world, the Hashras Hashchina on this world, that it was built in this way, that it was taka impossible. It was built in a way that it was impossible. Lemashal, it says Lemashal, it's just a mashal, parenthetically. Like, um, we know that the Avais and Imois were Akarim and Akarois. The Avais and Imois couldn't have children. So, they, so the, it's, it's, the, the, the Mepharshim say, it, it's not an Agav thing, it's on purpose. Klal Yisrael came about from Avais and Imahois that couldn't have children. That identifies us as a nation that does not exist al Pidera Hateva. Same thing with the Mishkan. 
The Mishkan represents our Avaidus Hashem. It was done in a way that's impossible. The Mishkan is impossible to build. That's Megala to us. That's a that's a, a chizuk to us about all of our Avaidah. How many times have you heard someone say, I don't know where I got the strength from? Most often, by the way, I hear this consistently through the years from Bali Tfila and Yam Narayim. Through the years, consistently. Is it true? <laughs> well, it's true. Kiman every Baltfila will tell you. I, I I didn't have the strength. I don't know where the strength came from. I don't know. But 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 Akadish Baruch Hu says you do it. I'll help you, and I'm gonna say that you did it. I'm gonna write that you did it because that is the way that is the way the way Avodas Hashem works. I always feel that this is included when we tell Akadish Baruch Hu when we start Shmaya Esrei and we say to Akadish Baruch Hu Hashem. Hashem, open my lips. My mouth will speak your praise. So, it's always intriguing to me that we say a tefillah, that HaKadosh Baruch should give us the kayak to say a tefillah. It's a davar nifla. But the point, so maybe, so when I, I always ask, so maybe we should say Hashem Safasai on the Hashem Safasai. What's the pshat? Yeah, so the, the pshat is, the pshat is like this. The pshat is that we don't say Hashem Safasai for, for Stam. Because then it's Ein Ladar Vasaif. We say Hashem Safasai to indicate to HaKadosh Baruch Hu something that people don't realize. People feel like we have a deal with Hashem. We do for Hashem and Hashem does for us. So Hashem, I do mitzvahs, I daven, and you have to give me what you give me. No, Hashem looks at us and he laughs. He's like, you do to me and then I do for you? Who do you think gave you the kayach to do for me? That was also me. You know, it always comes to mind when I talk about Hashem Spasai Tiftach, the Bar Mitzvah Bacher saying, I'd like to thank my father and mother. Who wrote that speech? <laughs> the Tata Alain wrote that speech. I have to thank the father. So like, we, we need HaKadosh Baruch Hu to give us the kayach to say Hashem Spasai Tiftach. It's, it's, it's incredible. I only was able to say Hashem Svasai Tiftah because Hashem was Paisayach Mai Svasai. So that's what's going on here, that with the Binyan Amishkan, Moshe Rabbeinu himself doesn't have the Kayach to be Bain of the Mishkan. It's only because HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives him the strength, but it's, 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 it's said as if, as if it's his, it's his Kayach. That's Chelek Beis of Shtikel Aleph. Okay, let's move on. Um, I want to say over... An, an old favorite with a new, with a new dessert. I want to serve a, uh, I want to serve an, an old recipe with a new chiddush. In the beginning, okay. Let's first let's first chap the psukim here. The beginning of Parshas Pekude goes through the cheshbonus of, of of all the nidvus hamishkan and counts it up. Okay. So it goes. So starting from Pasuk Chavhei, it talks about the silver. We've been talking about the silver a lot here, and it talks about the silver. And it says about the silver, Perak Lamed Ches Pasuk Chavhei, the Kesef Pekudei Ha'eda, the money of the Pekudei Ha'eda, the silver, I should say, of the Pekudei Ha'eda was from the counting of the Ada, the, meaning the Machzis Hashekels, 
was ma'as kikar, was a hundred kikar, ve'elef u'shvameyas ve'chamisha ve'shivim shekel ve'shekel akaydish, and seventeen hundred and seventy-five shekel. So it was a hundred kikar plus seventeen hundred and seventy-five shekel. That was the silver. Now, how was that silver used? So the pasuk goes on to say bekalagogailas and so on. Then it says like this: vayehi, and it was. Me'as kikar ha-kesef, the hundred kikar kesef, lo-tsekes, es adnei ha-koidesh, v'es adnei ha-poroiches, me'as adonim le-me'as ha-kikar, kikar lo-odem. There were a hundred adonim for fifty krashim, and, and, and the silver was used, the hundred kikar was used for the silver shoes of the krashim. Right? Each keresh had two shoes, of, made out of silver, they were like this high. We like to, we think they're little things. They were like about this high, I think, and and they were the massive silver boxes that the krushim were placed into, and that was the hundred kikar kesef. What about? I'm sorry. Yeah, an amatol. Yeah, it depends who you hold. Like, but I think it was a good estimation. So, what happened to the seventeen hundred and seventy-five? Um, shekel that were left. So the puzzle goes on to say, They were made to be vavim la'amudim. What are the vavim la'amudim? So vavim are vav, is a hook. They were silver hooks that were banged in or put in or attached somehow to the, to the, to the pillars of the chatzar. And they were used to hang the, the, what are they called, Mordechai? Well, the kloim, thank you, the curtains for the chatzar. So, so that's the, that's what the, that's what the, um, that's what the 1700, the 1775 um, pieces were used for. Now this difference is very, very, very important because there was a scandal, there was a financial scandal when the, uh, when the Mishkan was counted. It's brought by the, uh, the Daskei Nebali Ataisvis brings it. It's brought in the Medrash. Um, it's in the back in the, in the Ischumashim. The, 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 this, this is a, a, um, unbelievable. Um, when they were making a cheshben of the shekel, so Moshe Rabbeinu forgot about the hooks. Forgot about the hooks. So he only had a cheshman for a hundred kikar, but they collected another 1,775 shkalim. So they were chesher that Moshe stole them. Chashduhu shegonav shkalim imelechas hamishkan. So, and then, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Lashen of the Chazal, the, the Daskerim doesn't use exactly that Lashen, but the Lashen of that Chazal, it's also the, the Rosh brings it also, um, the Lashen of Chazal is that it was, was HaKadosh Baruch Hu was Mayor Einov, and he remembered that, um, that there were 15 Vavim Lamudim. There were, uh, that it was used for the, for the Vavim Lamudim, and, um, and Moshe Rabbeinu was was Mishabeach Hashem. It says, and he said he said all kinds of shiras. He said, "Hakadosh Baruch Hu was mayor enough to realize that it was the vavim la'amudim." If you ever heard a medrash that needs a pshat, this is it. 
They were chayshed that Moshe Rabbeinu stole the vavim because he forgot about the hooks. And then he was like, all the hooks! Like, oh, Baruch Hashem, I remembered the hooks. What's going on here? So, so, I once heard the following. The fo- I once heard the following vart, and and uh, years ago I applied it to this medrash. I didn't hear it ben to this medrash, but I heard the following interesting vart. I, I heard this from Rav Moshe Wolfson. I think I heard it on Leil Shabbos of of Parsha Zacher. I think that's when I heard it because I remember that there was a Leil. Uh, the, I, I remember that there was a Leil Shabbos Parsha Zacher that I was in Bar Park and I went over. He used to. I don't know if he still does, but he used to. Um, he used to speak to Bachram on Leil Shabbos. There were bleachers with Bachram there, and it was like a beautiful Maimed there in the uh, in the in the base medrash. I think I told some of you the, the my Misa from that that night in the base medrash, which was so zis. He was. Uh, he was talking about the unbelievable kedusha of keser, which we don't say in our Ashkenaz shul. But but he was talking about the unbelievable kedusha of the keser of Parsha Zachar. because of the ayim akayim kavaydei. He was talking about the kedusha from keser on Musaf of Parsha Zachar. So he turns to the Bachram and he says, uh, "So how are you going to say the kedusha of keser properly?" So he started going through with them. He said, because you're going to daven Shemona Esri properly. And how are you going to daven Shemona Esri properly? You're going to listen to Kriya Satayra properly. And how are you going to listen to Kriya Satayra properly? You're going to daven Shachras properly. You're going to say Kriya Shema properly. You're going to say Pesukah de Zimra properly. You're going to say Karbanas properly. He says, Rabbi, say, how are you going to say Karbanas properly? It's quiet. And he says, I'll never forget this. He goes, Rabbi say darf min learn in ablat gemorah far in davening. Rabbi say we have to learn ablat gemorah before davening. And then this is that part, it wouldn't be seared in my memory. But then he went on to arrange who's opening the base medrash an hour before davening so that the bachrim could come and learn ablat gemorah. That blew me away. And the next morning, I was staying by my grandmother, Aleha Shalem. The next morning, like an alarm clock went off. I, I woke up an hour before the evening to learn, like you couldn't be by that maimed and not be affected by it. I was like, I woke up like Shabbos morning is not so common. I woke up like, without learning a block, you know. Then I discovered when I went back there that they saved Sukkot Zimmer for a full hour. So I, had to, uh, I was there for an uproof, and I was going to miss the uproof, whatever. I'll get to the end of the story another time. But <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, if that's how you save Zuka the Zimra, I want to see that Vlad Gemara. <laughs> that's a Vlad Gemara of the Ian. Anyway, but I think he said this then, that the Pshad is like this. He said over like this. He said that as we know, each person's nedavos went to the place that was mata'im for them. And he said there were some yidden that were on a lower madrega, and they weren't on the madrega to be able to be considered part of the rest of Klal Yisrael. They were like keneged the yidden shepoltan ha'onon, he said. Yidden that were pushed out, yidden that were shvelim, yidden that were not the biggest balei madrega. So he said the machzis hashekels of most yidden, of 600,000 yidden, that went to the Adonim, which was in the Mishkan proper. 
But the Vavim, the other 1,775 uh, uh, shekels, the, that, those were, were for the people that weren't on the Madrega, that their Machtas HaShekel could go to the Mishkan proper, and they went to the Vavim Lamudim, which stuck into the Chatzar. Also part of the Mishkan, but a little bit more Chitzayni, a little bit more outside. That's what he said. And he said there's a rule about Amalek, and Haman was guilty of the same rule. Amalek and Haman, both, the, 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 the sheet of the Mishpacha is that HaKadosh Baruch only cares about Tzadikim. HaKadosh Baruch doesn't care about Rishayim. Yidin that are Rishayim, shift to them. He says, he said that's why when Haman gave a um, hundred, uh, what was it, 10,000 loaves of silver to, to Achashverosh, so Taisus says that it was connected to Machsas HaShekel, right? So he says, look at the Taisus. Taisus says, V'dochi asora alfei kikrei kaspa. So he says, Shomati, Taisus says, I heard, Sha'asora alfei kikr kesef, the 10,000 loaves of silver, oilin chatsi shekel akol echad mi Yisrael, shehoyu sheish meyos elof kishayotzu mi Mitzrayim. It works for the 600,000 Jews. The problem is that in Pekude there were more than 600,000 Jews. This is the Adonim without the Vavim. Sedra Wolfson was on purpose. He said, Haman didn't think he needed to give money for the Vavim people. He held, he only has to give for the Adonim people. For the Shvelim who are represented by the Adonim, he doesn't have to give for. That's what Haman held. So when I heard this, I, you know, I, wor- I worked out a few years later when I was when I was learning this Indian, I realized that that's Pshan in this Medrash that the Daskanim brings and the Rush brings. The Pshan is like this. The, psh- the Pshan is what does it mean that they were chayshed that Moshe stole them? They didn't think that Moshe stole them and he was going to buy a new car with the extra money. That's not what it means. It means they were chayshed that he didn't put them into the Mishkan. They were chayshed that he put them in for other things for Bede Kabayis for something else. But they were chayshed that Moshe Rabbeinu felt these people were not giving these. This silver is not going into the Mishkan. This silver is not for the for the chashuvim. We'll put in the Mishkan for these people. We'll pay for the maintenance staff with this money. That's what it means. They were chayshed to Moshe Ganvum, and Moshe himself forgot. What does it mean that Moshe forgot? Because Moshe, because to to be able to be makir, how there is a makim. For a Yid who's on a low Madrega in the Mishkan, that's taka not an easy thing. Like we spoke last week about, about the Machsas HaShekel. It's not easy, Taka. And Moshe Rabbeinu was shocha. He was taka thinking. Where, what could I have done with the other silver to put it into the Mishkan? Meaning, on a very deep level, <coughs> Moshe was questioning understanding how those people fit into the Mishkan. When it was Heiris Einov, it's not like, oh, now I remember the Vavim Ladam. It's not about the mathematics. It's like, oh, now I chop how there's a Makkah through his Tefillah and through his Yigiyah to understand. Moshe Rabbeinu understood how it's Shaykh that, that these 1775 Shkalim are also represented in the Mishkan. And that's what it means. And then he remembered about the Vavim that there's a Makkah for them as well in the Mishkan. Adkan, the old, the old, never old. But Adkan the dish until tonight. Today I saw something. Okay. Today I saw that this idea 
that Moshe Rabbeinu forgot about the 1700-some-odd shkalim, that that is a... that was a... foreshadowing, let's call it, of... Moshe of, of of something that was that was forgotten that had to be returned. Bimei Evloi Shal Moshe, I saw that the Imre Ms brings this b'shem the Oyloloi Sefrayim. Bimei Evloi Shal Moshe, it says Elifu Shva Meoyis Halachos were forgotten. It's not 1775, so it's not exact, but 1700 Halachos were forgotten. Bimei Evloi Shal Moshe. So the Eilulai Safrayim said, Oh, Moshe Rabbeinu forgot the, those 1700 Shkalim. And Taka, when Moshe Rabbeinu was Nifter, 1700 Halachas were forgotten. And that says Darshuni, right? This is like, what does that mean? It's an interesting parallel in the numbers. But what does it mean? So I think the Pshat is like this. It says, it says that, um, that there are six Yisrael um, Yeshurun stands for Yeshishim Riboy Neshamas. They say there are six hundred thousand. There's more, but there are six hundred thousand Ikre Neshamas. They say Yisrael stands for. I think Reb Tzadik says Yeshishim Riboy Oisiyos LaTayra. In other words, every yid is represented in the Torah. So, for Moshe Rabbeinu, we needed a Moshe Rabbeinu to be able to find the Makoim and the Torah for every single year, even for the Shvelim. When Moshe Rabbeinu was Nifter, Bimei Evlei Shal Moshe, we lost that ability to be able to be Meshaber with the Torah that's represented by those by those people. So that's what I think it means, that it was Nishtakach, those Halachas, those 1700 Halachas, Bimei Evlei Shal Moshe. Okay? Now that these people, these people that the that the that the their Torah that the that the, that's nishtakach, these are people that what's the pshat that there's not makim for them in the Torah? The pshat is that despite the fact that they did averus, despite the fact that they're thrown out of the onan, despite the fact that they have periods of darkness or mechshel, that they can work their way back to the rabbi nishalaylam, and there's makim and and, and there's there's um. There's um, um, the, the greatness of Balei Tshuva, right? There's the godless, the growth of Tshuva Me'ava, which could be, which is Doinois Nasek Ezechuyais. There are things that could happen in the way back that are very powerful, that that could be that that, that gives strength to the even to the people that that are that we look at as oisvarfs of failures, Chaster Shalom. That even they give strength to Klal Yisrael. Okay, so so like this. So what happened to those seventeen hundred halachas? Right. Right. Asniel ben Kenaz. Right, the Pilpuloi. Asniel ben Kenaz returned them with his Pilpul. He darshaned and darshaned and darshaned and he was able to bring back those 1700. Okay? Who are Asniel ben Kenaz's Talmidim? Who was he teaching? Who was, what, was the, what was his Torah about? So this Psukim and Shaiftim. 
Shaiftim it says that they um, that they were uh, the family of the family of Yisroi was placed in Yerichai. The family of Yisroi lived in Yerichai. They were placed there until the Beis Hamikdash would be built, and whoever would be displaced from Yerushalayim for the Binyan Beis Hamikdash would would live in Yerichai. So the the, the family of, of Yisroi lived in Yerichai. The pasuk says in the beginning of Shaiftim Parak Aleph pasuk Tezayin Uvenei Keni Chaysen Moshe Olu Meir Hatmarim Ir Hatmarim is Yerichai, and it says that. Um, It says that the that they went from the from Yerichai, the some of the some of the family of Yisrael, they went from Yerichai, Vayelech Vayeshev Esha'am, and Rashi learns that that means that Osniel they went to learn Torah by Osniel ben Kenaz. So who was Osniel ben Kenaz's Talmidim? The family of Yisrael, Haflev Ofela. The whole Indian of returning those 1700 halachas was that there's a way back from the darkness. Oh, that's a Yisroi Mahalach. Yisroi who went to every Avaydah Zarah Shabbat before he found HaKadosh Baruch Hu, his Mishpacha is the Mishpacha of learning from the darkness to the light. From, from the, from the, from the Michshel to the, to the, to the Havana. So when Asniel ben Kenaz needed to be machzir, those 1700 halachas that were nishtaka, vimei Moshe, which correspond to the vavim la'amudim, which correspond to the shvelim in Klal Yisrael, so that he did that together with who? He did that together with the b'nei Kemi, with the, with the family of Yisrael, Yashikayach. <laughs> You have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any dafin shas, including myrmakimus on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427. Or email info at shasilluminated.org.